This is episode 319 for August 2014. And if you couldn't tell by the song, we are going to talk about the Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff, in this Friday Night Fight. And please consider supporting this podcast and website by logging on to the front page of SpidermanCrawlspace.com. Look on the right-hand side for a button that says Support This Site via PayPal, and you can help us pay the bills and the bandwidth costs. On with the show. Widow baby! Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to a two-parter fight club. Hey! We're going to uh, celebrate uh, four parts of one of the best Marvel team-up stories of all time, and that there weren't many of them, George. You know, Brad. Yeah, I've I've been a, a lone defender on this title on Marvel Team Up for a long time. I enjoyed Marvel Team Up back in the day. I did if, too. If, but if you uh, listen to J.R. Fettinger talk, <laughs> uh, Marvel Team Up was one of the greatest problems society faced <laughs> in the seventies and the eighties. Um, the the truth is. I don't know. There's probably, there's probably a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B there. Uh, it was a fun book. The the most earth shattering stories or stories that were even important to Spider Man weren't weren't there. Yeah, it was that's true. It was not really a core Spider Man book the way that ASM it's, or yeah, it's his third book or uh, you know? Peter Parker, you know, Spectacular yeah. Spider Man or Web of Spider Man. Those had significant impacts on the character's life. Team up was more of a. This is what he did in between. Yeah, you know, kind this of. This is where he ran into the other parts of the Marvel universe. Now there was, and there were some truly spare villains <laughs> in Team Up. You know, yeah, dude. Uh, but there was also some really good moments, and and perhaps the best story arc um, in Marvel Team Up's history was a four issue arc, which featured, and we're going to count them down: Black Widow, Nick Fury. Shang-Chi, Lady Viper, Silver Samurai, and Boomerang. Yeah. For multiple issues. And this is rare for team-up because they're usually done in one. Well, uh, a lot of yeah. times they would segue into the – or they, they you know segue into the next issue. Like I remember one issue was Vision and the next was, was Scarlet Witch. Yeah, sometimes it's segued. Sometimes they're you know, just or, done or, or not segue. Maybe dovetail is a better way to say it. You know. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. And sometimes you know you'd have it'd be Spider-Man and Iron Man on the cover, but inside there would actually be somebody who was left over from the last story. Right. So you know you had that kind of thing going, but um, yeah, this one was written uh, in it's 1979. I was seven years old. This one was by uh, Chris Claremont uh, yeah. with uh, art by our, our pal Sal Sal yeah. Buscema. Um, and it, it it's interesting that we pick it for Fight Club because for three issues, most of what Spidey does is get his ass whipped. Mm-hmm. But then when he finally turns it on, it's it's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. But for the for the first three parts of it, it's it, they're not Spidey's best moments. In fact, I told Brad last night. In fact, Brad, as I did before, I'll read a text. <laughs> I got from Brad Douglas last night as I was trying to sleep so I could get up this morning to go see the fantastic Var- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie, which you should all be seeing. Um, what time was this? This was uh, like the second time you'd woke up. Because I, I read all four of these books last night. By the way, it's Marvel Team-Up, what, 82 and 83? Yes, we're doing 82, 83, 84, and 85. Right. This, this episode is uh, Marvel Team-Up, 82 and 83. And, yes, yeah, so at 11.16 p.m., 
<laughs> I remember. Were you asleep? you were you were in bed? I was You're in asleep. bed asleep. Uh, I had managed to get to, uh, to sleep after uh, right after your your previous text, which was the O.J. Simpson ad. <laughs> the ads in this book are if you want to if you want to bring that up. <laughs> uh, so and that was at eleven oh four. I had I had gotten back to sleep, and then Brad sends me a text which I didn't reply to because I wanted I wanted to go back to bed. <laughs> and uh, can you hear me? Am I, am I still on? Yeah, okay. yeah. Go ahead. And uh, and Brad's text at uh, eleven sixteen last night was Spidey's getting his ass kicked because <laughs> it does, and he does. So okay. a lot. So the the story starts off. Let's start with issue eighty two. Uh, Black yeah. Widow has amnesia. Black Widow, for whatever reason, uh, which isn't obvious to us at first, believes that she is not Natasha Romanoff, you know, double agent, former Soviet spy and Avenger, but rather Nancy Rushman, an elementary school teacher from New York. Mm-hmm. So she's traveling the streets, and she gets jumped by some thugs. Luckily for her, who, who likes helping people who just got jumped by thugs? A dude bitten by a radioactive spider right. likes that. Yeah. Action is his reward, Jomo. Yeah. I don't know if you knew this about the character. <laughs> so Spidey jumps in. And Almost like it was at the still of night. Right. Exactly. <laughs> at, the, at the scene of the crime. Right, exactly. Like a streak of light, he comes in. He arrived just, just in time. In time. <laughs> just in time to save her. You know, Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man. Your, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yes, for our, our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Uh, we we end it. We should stop. <laughs> People hate us right now. Uh, uh, dude, we we just worked the theme song into conversation. That was good, wasn't it? That was very good. All right, so they jump her. It's almost like life is a big hang-up. <laughs> what? Life is a big hang-up, you know? No, what? Life is a great big oh, hang-up. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to justify No, I was still trying to work the song Because we had ended it, I thought. No, I, I revived it, oh. like Captain America. Uh, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Spider-Man arrives with some thugs trying to yes, rob just in a good-looking redhead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> End it. <laughs> he, he shows up to save a redhead, which he is prone to doing. By He is. He likes saving redheads. He likes saving redheads. Yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he, he takes them all out except the final one. The final one pulls out a knife, and he's like, you know, I'm going to carve you like a Christmas turkey. He doesn't actually say that, but that's that's the general gist of it. And he's going to come at Spider-Man, but Spider-Man, very uncharacteristically, yep. in, a, in a moment that made me wonder if Chris Claremont actually hated the character, <laughs> slips on a patch of ice. Exactly. What? He slips <laughs> on a patch of ice and falls on his ass. It's not very flattering for Mr. Spider. It is not very flattering for Mr. Spider, and it's, I mean, it's just embarrassing. Yeah. Even Spider-Man, you know, his reaction is like, I can't believe I just did this in front of this hot chick. And I can't believe the writer just did this to me. <laughs> yeah, you know he wants to break the fourth wall and saying, right, Chris, the fuck? Chris, yeah. Chris Claremont, you're a dick. Yeah. Go back to X-Men. Oh, wait, you haven't been to Stop cock-blocking me, Claremont. No, oh, this is a redhead. You know what I do to redheads? Exactly. <laughs> so fortunately for him, uh, something in Black Widow snaps, and she briefly, you know, remembers the fact that she's not just a school teacher, you know, and, and her reflexes kind of react, and she judo chops the guy, puts him down in one hit. 
Jason Bourne prelude right, now, in 1979. She doesn't. She doesn't uh, hit the ice to get revenge for for what the ice did to Spider Man. That'd be a little like Xerxes having the seas whipped. But um, so then she she starts to black out, which she does fairly often in this arc. Yep. Um, and Spider Man takes her to I don't know where, some kind of warehouse or secret thing that has floors and crates in it, but he leaves her there. He feels confident enough to leave her there while he can go to Starbucks and get her some Joe. You know, hopefully, you know, he doesn't make a lot of money, so hopefully it wasn't Starbucks because, yeah. damn. It's 1979. There are no, there are Starbucks. no Starbucks. And the world right. was a better place. <laughs> Notice how that happened, like Brett. When coffee was a quarter. Right. Yeah. When you could spill out at McDonald's and kill yourself. You're right, you know? and you wouldn't sue anybody. That's way, 1979. That's the way it was, and we liked it. And get off my yard. <laughs> <laughs> so Spider-Man starts going through her purse because, oh, of course, yes. because you do. Yeah. And then, and what do you what do you find in that? And purse? he finds her black uh, Black Widow costume. Of course. Well, she's like, no, that's not mine. How did they get into my purse? I was cosplaying. And, oh wait, there are comic cons. And then he talks her into putting it on. While he's on yeah, the other side of a crate with his back turned. Right, I'm peeking. And she's like, oh, this thing fits like a second skin. Mm. And Spider-Man's like, that's because you're the Black Widow. Why don't, wow. you, why don't we just cut all this out and just... <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you my web shoot. Right. But now all the while, you, you keep getting these little cut panels where, yeah. where Black Widow is showing up on some radar. And people are talking about, you know, send in the units to engage and, and so forth. So Spider-Man and Black Widow are suddenly attacked out of nowhere... By a team of elite hot shield chicks. Yeah, well, one of them's Nick Fury's girlfriend. Isn't oh it? yes, yes, the girl yeah. that pops up. Uh, if you're familiar with Shield stories, or if you're a Nick Fury fan, you will no doubt know Contessa Valentina Allegra de la Fontaine. Woo! Speak it like a know. Because I do know it. I'm a big Val fan. Yeah. What? What? Is she still alive? I haven't seen her. She's like the new Madame Hydra. No. Oh, that was in Secret Warriors, wasn't it? Yeah, and they never came oh. back to that because it was so bad people just didn't care. Oh, that book wasn't oh, bad. I, I enjoyed I, that I, book. That, that book actually was good. I'm just, I'm just. Okay. I'm just <laughs> I forgot that she went bad, didn't she? We don't know yet. I, you don't know okay. because she's been an agent, a double agent, so you don't know if she's good, she's bad, whatever. It's, it's up is down, left is right. It, cats and dogs living together, kind of like Doctor Eddie uh, Waffles. It's, it, or what's his name? <laughs> Jake, Jake Waffles. Jake Waffles from New Warriors for the two people. Brad, running. it's espionage. They don't have to explain it. Exactly. It's magic. It's magic. All right. It's espionage magic. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So out of nowhere, Val and three hot shield chicks. It's like Val shows up with Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Shield, Hello, Charlie. Versions of, uh, version of Charlie's Angels. Well, it is 1979. I know, right? Yeah. And they start shooting. You know, they shoot in. They shoot in. They shoot and, and they, <laughs> they blowing up stuff. So Spidey manages to get Widow out of the way, uh, manages to dodge the fire long enough, uh, and is trying to get him to safety. But then he gets grazed by a bullet. Again, uh, yeah. Spider Man can't get a break. Spider Man cannot get a break. Then Val hits him with her like glider, her little sky glider thing, or whatever she's on. Hits him. And and then so he's down in the snow, and then all three, all four of the chicks just jump on him and just beat the crap out of him. <laughs> now, 
so let's 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 retra- let's retrace. This ep- in this issue of Spike, Spike our Club. hero is falling on his ass on ice. That's one so, strike. Someone with the proportionate strength, speed, and agility of a spider. <laughs> he gets his uh, knocked on his ass in the snow and then beaten on by chicks. Yeah. Then, then he finally gets up, and Nick Fury arrives just in time to shoot both him and Black Widow. He gets he falls on his ass in the beginning, gets shot in the end. Yes, shot twice in this book because he gets grazed earlier. Yep. Beaten by chicks and fell on ice. Right, and so at, by, by the end of the thing, Spider-Man's shot, Black Widow is shot. Nick Fury's over there, going, "All right, it's time to clean up this mess." No one knows what the hell's going on. Exactly, I'm confused. Everyone yeah. reading this was like, "What is? Go- why is Nick Fury shooting them? Why does she not know who she is? Is he in an LMD? Why is Spider-Man's kryptonite suddenly frozen water? <laughs> you know, so." Well, you end the book. You got to wait thirty days to find out if Spider Man's alive or dead in his third. I know, book. right? I, and you're like, well, what right. the hell? You know, I mean, you, you're assuming that he's not dead because it's like be back in thirty days, and you're like, well, yeah. what for for the funeral? Exactly. You know, so. And as I before we move to eighty three, I want to tell a little story about issue eighty two. This was probably my second issue of Spider-Man that I've ever bought off the spinner rack. And I, I sent Georgia a text of the, my original issue, which is just beat the hell in it. Yes, he did. At one thirty in the morning when I was trying to <laughs> sleep. Uh, the issue, uh, the corners are tore. The, it's barely holding together with two staples. I eventually bought a second copy that's in mint condition. But, man, this, this one... I looked I, – I was four uh, when this – maybe three and a half or four when this issue came out. So I couldn't read yet. But I remember looking at the pictures of this one so many times. And it's amazing reading it at age 39 and wondering why did I find this character who had his ass whooped and got shot so attractive. <laughs> I tell you what, the electric company must have really sold Spider-Man on me because this issue you, – Yeah. This is not a un, this is not a heroic character in this book. You know you like a character or or a, yeah. or not a character but a, a, a specific issue mm-hmm. when you can pick it up and see how worn it is over time and know that that's oh. from you going through it. And you know, I I just the other day I was filing books and I, I've mentioned many times on this show that uh, Marvel Team Up Annual Number Two was my very first comic, which is what, which I, I assume is my first comic. It's what I always claim is my first comic, and and that is not held together so well. I've got uh, the pages coming out of it, and some of the the cover is just ripped to hell. And I'm thinking about uh, I think it'd make a nice little uh, frame. Uh, to get uh, that issue and, and Marvel Team Up 82 in like a frame of, like, this is where my love of Spider-Man started with these two books. Anyway. My my first foray into Spider-Man uh, was also a team-up book. Mm-hmm. It was from uh, 75, summer of 75. I don't remember the number off the top of my head, but it was one that had uh, Man-Wolf, or no, not Man, yeah. Either Man Wolf or Werewolf by Night and the Frankenstein Monster. And I remember because I got this and I was like, holy crap, there's a Dracula in here, and a, or not a Dracula, but a, there's a Frankenstein in here and a Wolfman, and what the hell's going on? I'm try- I think it was. Well, let me try to find it. It's. Um, all right, anyway. I do remember that. He teamed up with all the monsters. Yeah. 
And the villain was like, really, I remember, the, the story does not hold up today. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> if you try to go back and read it, it does not hold up. Well, this one, for a second second book for a Spider fan picking up, I, this one holds up pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot of WTF moments in this thing. Yeah, there is, you know? but, you know. I mean, like, for a reader, I'm just like, whoa, what is that? Whoa, what happened here? How come this is going on? <laughs> so it makes you want to read this. You're like, whoa, is this a train wreck, or is this something that's going to wind up being good? I, I, I need to buy this. Now, J.R., of course, was probably, you know, when he read this, was probably on his fourth marriage. Um, you know, he'd already been retired for 20 years. Right, in, yeah. In 1979. So. Marvel Team Up 37 is the the Man-Wolf one I bet you're thinking of. No, no, you weren't thinking of Man-Wolf. Sorry. You are thinking of Man-Witch. No, I, actually, I am, I am kind of hungry. I am kind of thinking of a Man-Witch also. You're, you're, okay, here we go, here we go. Uh, Marvel team up number twelve, Wolf at Bay, where he has the werewolf by night. Uh, it was from August, or either August or September. Um, no, I think it, yeah, and it's got Man Wolf on the cover. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah That's that it. was it. That was the that came out in uh, August of seventy three, seventy five. Well, it says seventy three on the damn thing. I don't know. On what? Anyway, seventy three on what? Uh, spiderfan.org spiderfan.org is wrong it was 1975 okay <laughs> <laughs> this is the whole episode no it was 73 it was 75 I apologize I apologize Marvel team up 36 has the Frankenstein monster 37 has the man wolf also in September of 75 yes in October of 75, he teamed up with The Beast. Okay. Mm. So, Team Up 36 and 37 is what you referenced. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. All right. So, but anyway, after, after eight, at the end of 82, decision, you know, which we always give a decision at the end of every fight. Oh, there's no Spidey comment. had his ass kicked. This the is entire this. issue. Spidey looked like an amateur. Yeah, he's done. He's trying to impress redheads and falling on his it ass was, on it was, ice. It was, we, can, we can maybe say he was distracted by the hot redhead. But how did he get shot? Well, I mean, he got shot by getting distracted. He got also. shot by him, by trying to save her because she oh. didn't know who she was, remember? And he kept trying to have her to move her out of the way and, you know, get her to safety when the other chicks were trying to beat up on her. So the winner of this fight, Ice and Nick Fury. Ice, uh, Nick Fury, and the four chicks, including, including Val, who, uh, who beat up on him, yes. See, Spider-Man does not always win fight. No, he doesn't. <laughs> In fact, we're going to see that for the next three issues. <laughs> it's a series of unfortunate events. All right, let's move on. Eighty-three. This one has is Nick Fury in it as the guest. Uh, yeah, Nick Fury uh, comes back. Um, He's on the front. Yeah, cover. Yeah. And Spidey wakes up on the snowy rooftop. Uh, he realizes he goes over the events what happened last issue and realizes the Fury must have shot him with an anesthetic bullet. Which okay, that's just a fancy way of saying tranquilizer dart. You know, but here they're anesthetic bullets. Right. Of course that's what happened. So he gets up and he's like, well, i got to find out what happened to Black Widow. So he goes to the Bugle archives and he's like, hey, where is S.H.I.E.L.D.'s New York office? Because S.H.I.E.L.D. would have one. <laughs> like S.H.I.E.L.D.'s going to be in the yellow pages. This this kind of took me out of the book a little bit. Where he, he looks up the... The uh, location of Shield in the phone book. That really, <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. You're like you're you're scratching your head, and you're like, 
like WTF on this. Yeah. You know, you you don't find this. The CIA doesn't have an office out on the street. <laughs> no, hey, come by, drop by, and talk to us. See what the CIA is all about. It's a recruitment drive. No, right. come on by. No, we got coffee. <laughs> we have we have cupcakes. You know exactly. So <laughs> so he finds out we, where they are, and and he and he heads to the facility where it is. And and sure enough, Black Widow is there. Of course she is. And here's the here's a big plot hole with this story. When we last saw Val, you know, Contessa Valentina Allegra de la Fontaine, Woo! Val was, was had just whoops fight. You know, you know, it'd be really nice. I I hate to interrupt you, but you know who should write? What's her name again? <laughs> you know who should write her solo book? Contessa Valentina Allegra de la Fontaine. I think uh, Roberto Aguilera Chicasa should get right. We could never talk <laughs> about that on a podcast. We could not because I'd stumble over it every time. No one would be able to get that except for me who could at least get the Contessa Valentina Allegra de la Fontaine right. Right. Okay. <laughs> I See, I'm a huge fan of the Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. stories from when Starenko was doing them. Yeah, yeah. Late 60s. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, I mean, I ate that shit up like candy. Like it was goddamn Pez. <laughs> so I was a big fan of Val's because Val was hot. Uh, go, going off a little tangent with Starenko, have you ever heard the Bob Kane Starenko story? No. <laughs> um, uh, the, I, I've heard this in several uh, comic websites, etc. And, and I think someone asked Starenko because Starenko is very active on Twitter, and he still goes to comic book convention. He's a good-looking uh, is he Italian guy. He, I don't know if he's Italian, but you're right. He is striking. He looks like he's he could have been a model or something. He's a good-looking, I guess, mid-70s man. He's got a full blo- uh, white head of hair. Anyway, uh, he Bob Kane. He didn't really like Bob Kane, Batman's creator. And uh, Bob Kane was kind of arrogant, according to Steranko. And, and he came up to Steranko and was talking to him and was just being real cocky. And he smacked... Uh, Steranko like what, whatever Jimmy and smacks him on the cheek like but it was kind of a hard little smack Oh, and Steranko was and he walked away and Steranko was like that mother just smacked me in the face and walked away I'm going to go kick well, anyway he couldn't catch up to him at the comic book convention so uh, the next day he goes down to the convention floor and he finds Bob Kane and he goes what's up Bobby and he bitch slaps Bob Kane <laughs> What, like like uh, like, really? like uh like slap bet from uh, How I Met Your Mother, like really strikes him and Bob looks at him and and Strinkle just walks away, like a boss, <laughs> like a boss. I I just love that story. If you type in Bob Kane versus Jim Strinkle and and Google, you will find the tweets where Strinkle tells his story much better than you know, I they, just did. They have a lot of interesting stuff about Strinkle and the uh, Marvel the Untold story as well. Oh, yeah. That I remembered, and um, you know, it, he 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 broke. Well, he he did. He brought some new innovations to comics. He he broke the standard six panels in each issue. When he uh, he also revolutionized covers. Uh, also, what, what was it? Neil Adams also. Yeah, and, and I, a lot of times when I talk about Sterenko's work, I I say that he was Marvel's Neil Adams. Yeah. Well, Neil Adams did the latter half of X-Men, right? It, um, I think. He did. Yeah, he did it for a little while, yeah. 
Right, but, but, he, but he was I always tell people, I'm like, you know, um, because he was a very good transition from that 60s era stuff, you know, with Kirby and Ramita, um, yeah. into a more modern looking, yeah, you know, okay. art, art, art style. Yeah. Boy, we just went off on a big. We just went, a, went off on a Bob King I, bitch stuff story. I know. That was, that was but that's why you listen to Fight Club, because that was a Fight Club. That was Bob Kane versus Jim Steranko, and the ruling is Steranko on that. I have to work. Uh, yeah, Steranko wins that one. I have to work. <laughs> Steranko wins. <laughs> I, I have to work uh, Steranko. Um, oh, what's a good thing to say? Like slap like Steranko or uh, I don't know. We'll figure something you, out. You jab like Jimmy. <laughs> I guess, right? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, no, no. go ahead. All right, so <laughs> go. <laughs> so Spidey heads to the uh, to the facility where they're keeping Black Widow. Yeah. And Black Widow is unconscious in the hospital bed. Nick Fury's like, I don't know what made Black Widow flip. He was like, we got a message from her saying, you know, she sounded panicked, saying, you know, something had, you know, she needed our help or whatever. We lose track of her, and the next minute we, uh, you know, we find her. She's attacking people. And he's like, and I don't know what got into Val's head because Val's trying to kill her. And then, you know, he looks over to Val, and Val's in a hospital bed. And I'm like, wait a minute. The last time we saw Val, she had just whooped Spider-Man's ass. And Nick Fury had told her to get back to the helicarrier and wait for me there. And now she's in a hospital bed. So that was a plot hole. I'm like, well, what the hell? Did she slip on a banana? Did she did that same fucking eye – oh, pardon me. <laughs> did that same ice that got Spidey in issue 82, did it take her down too? <laughs> You know, this is some of the most. I think you. I think you just slipped like you slipped on some ice with that. Yeah. I know. I just. <laughs> I just drankoed all over this podcast. <laughs> so, uh, so keep jabbing it like Jimmy. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. So that made me wonder, like, well, why is she in a bed? I mean, nothing happened to her last issue. Why? Why? You know, I, I guess sometimes when I kick somebody's ass, I just pass right the hell out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nap. I need a yeah, nap. I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Fury's asking, you know, can I go in and talk to her? And the doctor's like, certainly not, because that's what doctors do. Doctors will always tell you, no, you can't go in and talk to somebody. Right. Unless they're the cops, in which that case, they, in which they tell you to keep it. Then you've got five yeah, minutes. You've got five <laughs> minutes. You've got to keep it short. God bless. <laughs> I'm, sure there, I'm sure there's something about that on TV tropes. <laughs> it's always the same. Yeah. But then a voice comes through. The the little broadcast or some kind of little broadcast. I guess it's like the hospital's internal PA system or whatever, and tells the doctor, "No, you have to kill Black Widow, or you have to kill this woman because she is your enemy." And so the doctor just like, "I must kill the Queen." He turns into Reggie Jackson from Naked Gun. <laughs> I must kill the Queen. You remember that? <laughs> I think so. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> he walks in there. She's asleep. He grabs a scalpel, and this guy, I guess, he's just going to stab her in the you know in the effing heart. I guess. She wakes up panicked. She always wakes up at the best times <laughs> and stops him. Well, by now, Spider-Man's shown up, and Spider-Man is sneaking in, and, and he's taking out some of the uh, some of the S.H.I.E.L.D. goons. Mm-hmm. And um, He actually beats them up pretty good. Yeah, he does. He does. He, he's, he, he's getting one in yeah. on this one. I guess he's ashamed because he got his ass kicked by chicks earlier. And, and, and ice. And ice and, and uh, tranquilizer dart. So he manages to find Black Widow, and he's like, we have to get out of here. So in order to get her out of there, he slaps her and knocks her unconscious. Well, well, I mean, of course. Isn't that what you'd do? No. 
Exactly. No, <laughs> no one ever does that. And I, 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 was, I remember reading this thinking, well, why did he just knock her out? Why didn't he say, hey, let's try the front door? Nope, you got to go. Boom. Sorry, you can't. Yeah, you. I no talking, woman. Yeah, I mean it's just it's bam, and he's like, "Forgive me, yeah. Red," and slap. And she's like, "She's down." And she's like, "All right, all right." Thank Craig. Thanks, Ike. <laughs> Big wheels keep on turning. <laughs> Proud Mary's. Get- <laughs> oh my God. People hate us right now. Oh, by the way, the the story name of issue eighty two was "No Way to Treat a Lady," and that we just proved yeah. that. And just wait. So if he, you know, cause, because uh, and you know, there's there's hints. I mean, like you can tell he's kind of getting sweet on her. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's a redhead. Oh, she's a redhead. So of course, what does he do? He knocks her out and takes her back to his place. Exactly. Yeah. We're gonna make a hit tonight. Yeah. Man. So yeah. meanwhile, uh, you see Lady Viper giving orders in the Shield Helicarrier, and you start to put two and two together. You're like, okay, she's assumed some sort of mental control. Right, because what's love got to do with it? Exactly. Oh, wow, you really reached on that one, Doctor. That was a reach. That was a, go stay in the corner now. I want you to. I want you to be ashamed of yourself for that. Oh, stop! You're, you're gonna rub my nose in the comic book. I you? am. Rub your nose in it. So back on the Shield Helicarrier, you see. Meanwhile, back at Shield, you see Lady Viper. Um, Barking out issues, you know, to the crew and also to Boomerang and Silver Samurai, who are now working. Fred! Down. What's up, Fred? Fred and Silver Samurai. Fred from Superior Foes and, back years ago. And Silver Samurai is like, please send me after Spider-Man alone. I I have some issues with Spider-Man. At this point, Silver Samurai had fought Spider-Man twice. Uh, and I, I love the reference of this previous fight. Oh, too. yeah, yeah. We, we referenced that fight, and I've got it here in my notes. Yeah. But uh, the first one, I think, was in 57, and then the other one was during the Saturday Night Live issue. Belushi. Uh, yeah, where um, Spider-Man teamed up with the Not Ready for Primetime players. Yeah. Um, did we cover that on a podcast? I don't know if we ever have or not. Did, did J- See, didn't JR do it for Spider History? He He might have. What do you think, Jr.? Yeah, he's not, he's not here. here. <laughs> it seems like we have. It seems like I remember. Anyway. Possibly. So, okay. um, yeah, but in that story, John Belushi had a ring that he didn't realize was actually an actual magical ring. Uh, and Silver Samurai wants it because it's a teleportation ring. It allows whoever has it to teleport. So he's gotten that. He got that ring. <laughs> And Jim, Jim Belushi just randomly has this ring. I love it. And and so Jim Belushi, they even <laughs> reference it because um, yeah. At one point, Spidey sees a Silver Samurai, and Spidey's like, "Hey, he's got that ring. He's got that ring. He took off Belushi." <laughs> when I read that, I'm like, "What?" I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and folks, if you haven't ever read that issue, it's actually a lot of fun. I, I need to reread it. It's been thirty years, kind of like these. These issues. It's yeah. got Peter and Mary Jane and Stan Lee is guest hosting Saturday Night Live, <laughs> and it's got all of them. Just it, it's just if you if you watch the old school Saturday Night Live back in the seventies, which you can on Netflix. You, which yeah, you can you can watch uh, you can watch it on Netflix, and it's just I mean it was you know back then I was a little kid and my mom let me stay up and watch it because she was going to watch it, and I mean I started watching this thing like I'm I'm like three four years old, right. Or five yeah. years old. I think it came out in seven. I think it started in seventy eight. 
No, no, no. It started in 1975 because yeah, exactly okay. I was, as I, am, I was three yeah. years old. My mom let me step and watch it. I didn't understand what was going on, but John Belushi made me laugh. Yeah, John Belushi himself just physically would make you laugh. Hamburger, hamburger, hamburger. Yes, and I was doing that as a kid. You know, <laughs> cheeseburger, 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 Pepsi, Pepsi, oh, cheeseburger, cheeseburgers. That's the line. Yeah, yeah. No Coke, Pepsi. Well, they even had Marvel heroes in it. Uh, they remember with the uh, the costume party. Yeah, with the Hulk? when uh, it was the Hulk and he went to the bathroom. <laughs> wasn't that, yeah when Margot Kidder guest starred? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember Bill Murray. Oh, not uh, not Bill Murray. Uh, Dan Aykroyd was the Flash. Right, right. Yeah, and Garrett Morris was Ant Man. <laughs> yes, yeah. he was. <laughs> Do you remember the you remember the one that the, you know the Kevin Nealon, Phil Hartman generation they did? Yeah. When they did the death of Superman, they did the funeral. I no, I did not see. And Chris that one. Farley was the Hulk. Yeah, you, you had different people getting up to talk at the podium, and one of them was Kevin Nealon. He's Mister Fantastic, and his arms were like ridiculously long, and they 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 just kind of dangled off the podium. Did not see that. And then Chris Farley was the Hulk, and he got up behind the podium, and he got so overwhelmed with emotion, he was just he couldn't talk, and he was like, "Hulk's mask," and he just starts hitting the podium. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, we, we said, "Wait again." I'm sorry. Oh man, we went to Steranko to Saturday Night Live. I know. So yeah, that's when you know we're having a good time is when we start segueing and all kinds of different stuff. <laughs> but um, oh god, I've lost my place now. Okay, so she sends uh, Silver or Lady Viper sends Boomerang and Silver Samurai. To kill Spider-Man and Black Widow. So back at Peter's, uh, you know, Spider-Man is trying to make time with with Black Widow. Not a Spider-Man, but Peter Parker is trying to make time with Black Widow. And by make time, I mean he brought her some soup and <laughs> or some coffee or something. And is like, here, you know, now let's try to figure out what's going on with you. And then Nick Fury pounds in like a boss because that's what Nick Fury does. Nick Fury never knocks on doors. No. Nope. He just kicks him in. Kind of like Batman through a window. Hey, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so Fury busts in the door and arrests them both, and he's taking them, you know, down to the street, and he's going to put them in a car so we can take them back to HQ. Well, right at that moment, Boomerang attacks, destroys the car. This is back when when Fred was, you know, kind of still kind of a boss, I guess. Um, so he attacks first, and Spidey actually gets some really good hits in on Boomerang initially. Um, he really does. He gets that really cool, that really good hit from behind. You know, he hits him in the back. Yeah. Always. Love however, 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 <laughs> it goes downhill. Fred kicks his ass. Fred winds up kicking his ass. <laughs> you believe this, boomerang? Fred winds up kicking his ass to the point where Black Widow was like, "I have to save Spider-Man by breaking the fall," and basically she just runs underneath him. Yep. And lets him and fall from like two falling. or three stories above, right on top of her. To reenact his appearance in issue 82 where he falls on his ass again. Yes. <laughs> it is not Spider-Man's day. Chris Claremont hates non-mutants. Chris, Chris, Chris Claremont <laughs> hates Spider-Man. I guess he does. So, I mean, you know, he liked Power Man and Iron Fist well enough, apparently, but he does not a dude bitten by radioactive spiders yeah. so much. So, um, <laughs> Spider-Man gets, uh, gets taken out, you know, by – or. Uh, by Boomerang and, and Black Widow breaks the fall. Uh, then Spider-Man uh, starts to close off on on Silver Samurai, and he notices the ring that uh, he got off by John off of John Belushi. He even says John Belushi. He does. He names him right there in the issue. Um, but at that point, Silver Samurai because Nick Fury is still there too, and Nick Fury is no 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 bullshit. It's Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Right. Nick Fury kills people. Nick Fury doesn't care. Right. So Silver Samurai is like, you know, maybe the three of them together 
aren't something we can take right now. So he gets himself and Boomerang out of there with his teleportation ring. And uh, and and Widow is like, well, you know, it's still foggy, but stuff's starting to come back to me. Now, the decision here, again, Spidey's ass got worked. By f- this, indeed, superior foe of Spider-Man, Fred, the Boomerang. But yes. Kicked his ass in 79. Yes, kicked his butt. <laughs> Black Widow had to save him from falling and, and possible yes. injury. Yeah. So, so there you go. Decision. Spidey's ass whooped. So that's. Uh, so to the the winners of these two issues in this episode, frozen water. Uh, yeah, a frozen water patch of ice. Patch of ice. Uh, what else? Uh, Nick Fury kicked his ass Nick, with the gun. Nick Fury shot him. Uh, Contessa Valentina Allegra de la Fontaine uh, and her, her uh, Charlie's Angels. Yep, uh, kicked, his, kicked ass. his ass. And Boomerang kicked his ass. Decision, not Spider-Man. <laughs> Who in New York wasn't getting a piece of Spidey's ass on that man? <laughs> I bet you Belushi got a piece, too. Uh, probably something. You know, oh, my goodness. Up in the street. Here's, you know, we're handing it out for free at the door today, son. To be continued in the next episode <laughs> of Fight <laughs> Club. <laughs> we will find out, does Spider-Man actually win a fight in this <laughs> four-parter? Oh, Tune in next time, spider friends.